The following podcast is brought to you by Love Chatham, providing help for the homeless and hungry in the name of Jesus for those in and around Chatham County, North Carolina at chathamhomeless.org. Well, we're almost all called up with uh, this particular week of Summer in the Psalms on Amen, Brother Ben. Let's get into day 26. That's right. It's the podcast that keeps you focused on God and acting like Jesus. And we are wading our way, swimming our way through all the poetry and the emotion and the ups and the downs and the worship and the stuff that really touches us and the stuff that we don't get. That is the book of Psalms. And um, thanks again for those of you that are still listening, even though the release schedule has been a little wacky this week, but we're going to get all six in and um hopefully be a little more regular tomorrow. Um, I'm producing podcasts, not bowel movements. But anyway, um, (laughs) we are uh, reading Psalm 84 through 86 on your, well, this should be Friday. I'm releasing this a day late, Uh, but Friday, you should have read that. And um, I want to, I'm actually ended up uh, really digging into Psalm 84 for my sermon on Sunday. So we're going to be talking a lot about that uh, on Sunday, but today I want to look at Psalm 86. Now this um, this is a prayer of David. It's sub- subtitled "A Prayer of David." So you know, certain things were songs meant to be said as as worship and praise and sung out with music. This is supposed to be prayed. Um, Matthew Henry, who is a Bible scholar, I read a lot when I'm trying to get better understanding of, of scriptures and stuff. Uh, he's again, old dead, but really smart guy, uh, that knows the Bible and loves the Lord. And he pointed out as I was reading something recently about the, this particular Psalm, he said, you know, it was all directed towards God. Like these were, this is how, you know, it was really a prayer that was hyper-focused because, um, almost every line here is, is a direct, Talking to God is a direct communication with God. I don't know if you've noticed, if you ever prayed with somebody, not to knock anybody's prayer, like I don't, I don't want to be judgy like that, but I've prayed with people that they, they preach more than they pray. Like there was a, I know he loves the Lord. I know he's, he's, a, he's a good believer, but it's an old guy that uh, I used to pray with on Wednesday mornings with a group of men. And um, he would start saying Heavenly Father and he would address God. But then somewhere throughout the prayer, he just started rambling sometimes and he would, he would just preach. He would be say, he wouldn't be asking God anything. He wouldn't be telling God or, or worshiping God in particular. He would just be kind of ranting and kind of preaching a little bit. Um, and while there's usually, I don't want to say that there's no bad way to pray, but it's hard to, to mess up prayer and make it, you know, not at least a little bit good, but you want to make sure that when you're praying that you're actually seeing it for what it is, which is not a chance for you to impress whoever you're with, with your languagey wordy stuff and your knowledge of the Bible and trying to flex on them. No, you just need to be talking to God. It's just simply a conversation 
between you and God. And that's what Psalm 86 definitely is. And this is another one where he is asking for help. King David, this is not necessarily uh, for a particular time and place, but this could be one of those prayers that David went back to and, and they recorded and, and used others like, hey, if you're in trouble like King David was, pray this type of prayer. And so it's, it's a really good prayer about, you know, God, hear my prayer, save me, be merciful to me, give me happiness. You're so good. Listen closely. All this kind of uh, good communication with God. But I found something, again, you, you go along, you're like, I get it, I get it. And so many of these other songs, there's like in the middle here, there's like this, wait, what? What is, this is different part of the psalm. And to me, that starts at verse 11. He's he's going on about how great and wonderful God is. And he's asking for help. He's obviously in trouble. And then verse 11 says this, teach me your ways, O Lord, that I may live according to your truth. Grant me purity of heart so that I may honor you. This is different than Lord, gimme, 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 right? This is, this is a great, uh, Little, little reminder for us that in our times of need, in our times of asking, which by the way, God wants us to ask. There's nothing wrong with you asking. You know, James says we don't have because we don't ask. So there's definitely um, nothing wrong with you asking God, but in the middle of asking for Lord, save me, Lord, help me, Lord, take away these bad people or these bad this bad situation in my life, King David makes sure that he adds some prayers in there about his relationship with God. Teach me your ways, O Lord. He's saying, Lord, I really need your help. And what I really need to know is how I can live according to your truth. Because that's going to help me in all these other situations. It's not just a, a fix it Jesus prayer, right? I know he didn't say Jesus because he to know that's what the Messiah was going to be called. But you know what I'm talking about, fix it Jesus prayers, where you're just like, I don't even know what to do, fix it Jesus this child, this spouse, this boss, this coworker, fix it, Jesus. Just make it go away. <laughs> you, those prayers of exasperation. But you notice what's missing in those type of prayers is uh, anything that you for you to do, anything that you have to change. Lord, the, and this is where I think our prayers start to fall short a little bit is because we, we ask God to change everybody but us. We ask God to fix everyone but us because we think we've got it going on. We think we don't need fixing. But David understood that if he was going to have peace, if he was going to have rescue, if he was not going to get himself in the same position again, he needed to know the ways of God. He needed to live according to truth, God's truth. He needed, he said, grant me purity of heart. Why? So that I can get what I want? No. Purity of heart so that I may honor you, because that's what a pure heart does, is it doesn't look for his or her own honor. It honors God with everything that they do. And so this kind of leads into some other thoughts that he he had. Um, and, and one verse that you may have heard of from Psalm 86 is verse 15. It says, but you, O Lord, are a God of compassion and mercy, slow to get angry and filled with unfailing love and faithfulness. And it, and it goes on to talk about getting, it says, look down and have mercy on me. Give me your strength. Send me a sign of your favor. 
Why? So that those who hate me will be put to shame. It goes on and talks about all throughout here that the, the end game to this is, which is not just that David wants out of this situation. It's he wants God to be made known. He wants God to be glorified. Just as much as he wants to save himself suffering and heartache, which I get it. I understand. We we should too. We shouldn't we shouldn't want to chase after that only if we have to to deal with that. But what's your motivation? Why do you want God's help? Do you want God's help so that you can get a, a mulligan, a gimme and and do it all over again? Or do you want God's help so that he will change your heart? And so that ultimately, even more than the blessings that it'll supply you, it will get God worship. It will get God glory. It will get God honor and praise from anybody that's paying attention. That's the motivation we need to have. That's what Psalm 86 is all about. That's all for day 26. We're going to talk about a couple more Psalms tomorrow. Well, next episode, which is coming up right now.